This week, Brian Scorsese Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Billy Fortner. What's going on, man? Billy, I just can't get over the Billy. We gotta get, we gotta get the backstory to that. That's, yes, you said Martin Scorsese. I yes. thought about the Departed. We were talking about Hong Kong. If you know anything about the Departed, then you get it. Uh, yeah, man, I'm doing, I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. I'm gonna try not to yell into to my headset this week. Last week, sometimes you know, we just can't help but yell. I, did, I knew it was fucked up. Like you sent me the episode, I was like, "Are you sure?" I was just like, "I don't know." He's like, "Yeah, fuck it." I was like, "You know what? You're right. Fuck it." <laughs> As always, thank you for being here with us, people. Always, thank you for being here with us. Uh, we are skip the tutorial, and before we get into the intros about uh, or or how our weeks have been. If this is your first time joining us, we're a video game show. Uh, we talk about the games we've been playing, the news, and break down a roundtable. This week, we are talking a little bit about a roundtable. Todd, what are we talking about this week? Uh, poker. Yes, we're talking about poker face. No, we're gonna. <laughs> no, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna just. We're gonna talk about the Joker. We both uh, got a chance to see the Joker movie. I know it's already been talked to death or whatever, but we just, you know, every now and then. We uh, talk about movies that we like as well, uh, because pretty much we talk about whatever the fuck we, we said like. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready to pop it off. Come I on. was. I was. Because we don't yeah. got censorship on Skip the Tutorial because we talk about whatever we want. And we don't let people tell us what we can and can't talk about. And cut. That's where the Chinese get you. Chinese mind. Hit button. <laughs> hey, Hong Kong, I support you for protesting against the government. Godzilla. <laughs> It's Japan, bro. It's Japan. Oh, oh. (laughs) You know what, though? Let's use it. Let's use it. Let's start a Godzilla movement. Ghidorah. Godzilla. (laughs) I don't know if I know any Chinese pop culture characters. I really. Which is better, karate or or wushu? Uh, Karate. (laughs) Just because I like saying it like that. Karate. It's the best. Uh, but nah, man, like they fighting over there. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that here in a little bit. Cause censorship is something we clearly give a shit about. Cause, uh, like Todd said, the things we do, the things we say, it's what we want to talk about and everybody should have that right. That's all I'm saying. I mean, That's I, all I'm I don't saying. know if everybody should, I don't know if I agree with that and we'll, we'll get into that, I guess. I mean, part of me feels like Apollo Creed right now, but the <laughs> other part, you know, Hey, Embrace the takeover, I say. Embrace the takeover part of me. I mean, look, man, we've been talking about this shit. Shout out Alex Jones. We've been talking about this shit since before the show started. So I just find it interesting. But we'll get into it down the line. I just we'll get into it down the line. Yeah, we're we're gonna get into it. So the Discord's been popping this week. Facebook's been going off. So thank you to the tribe for keeping that conversation lively. Um Todd, you were telling me you got in the Discord for a little bit, and it's been going—it's going pretty, pretty hardcore in there right now. 
Hey, man, you know, look, we passed on those responsibilities to some of the SCT, Triple OG, OGs, Dewey Brown, you know what I'm saying, holding it down, Raleo, motherfucking booty is by, shout out as usual, they be up in there. It's a new couple of people in there, you know, and I just like to, you know, check it out and actually get motivated. Actually, the Discord people help to, like, push me to get into the see the movie Joker. Absolutely. So, you know, but as far as um, the conversation around, you know, we'll get into it when we get to that portion of the conversation, but the uh, blizzard situation, um, I don't know. It's just cool to see how, how they work things out in there, man. It's, it's just cool to see, have a community around, you know, trying to be sensible and respect, you know what I mean? Like things you don't have to agree upon. Like, honestly, today, I don't know where this is going to go, people. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm, he already apologized, which is normally my role, and I'm glad he filled that role today. Cause I might be anywhere today. I mean, we're still working into this thing and I really appreciate you. If you even made it to this point, if you've been with us for a long time, just, just bear with me, just ride this ride with me today. Uh, Cause it's, I don't know. It'll be an interesting conversation, but it'll pro- probably be a bit of an amalgamation of just all the information that I've been. And we've been kind of peeping around, around some of these hot button subjects lately, particular the Chinese Hong Kong, you know, Hey, whatever that means. And, uh, Joker and uh, just games as usual and just whatever the fuck comes out, whatever the fuck we want to talk about with the tribe. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are here to keep it real with you people. 100% all the time. We talk about what we want, how we feel. And we like the fact that we get feedback from the tribe and you guys, because without you guys, we have no show. So, I mean, really, honestly, we would, cause we'd still get on these mics every week because that's who we are. Um, and that's what we like to do. Call it a hobby if you want to. I call it a revolution. Let's start a cult. <laughs> <laughs> a cult of personality. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's li- that's a living color reference. If you guys Damn remember him. I seriously, I, I shouted it out. That's beautiful. I shouted it out last week, man. But I went back down the Facebook page and seeing Big Willie in a Buddhism is my religion t-shirt. It's literally a, yet again. One of the greatest things I've ever seen in life. Oh, it's beautiful. Shout out Shin says usual, man. I, that, that, you know, whatever. I, that's that's the repeat shout outs for me. But um, yeah, man, like I feel you. It's like we would do this shit. That's we was doing this shit anyway. And it ties into what we're discussing now because it's crazy because it's like we felt and anticipated a lot of the things that are being discussed now. Like, yeah. And that was the we were trying to sadly say escape some of the Inevitable, it seems like, in my humble opinion. But am I right? I have been playing some games. Man, I can't wait to hear about this. You know what I'm saying? All right, real quick before we move on into the games we've been playing this week, I also want to give a special shout out to Andrew Uh, Venom, if you will. Man, he's been holding it down too, and he's been he's been posting a lot in the tribe. It's pretty cool to see. Uh, And like you said, Bootyus Bob and Big Willie and Bob. You were supposed to get on Apex last night with me and Willie, but you were having a family dinner. Don't you know we family? We Hold family. Up, Hold up, man. You better let Booty as Bob take his break. I already told you about this shit when you get all Caligalily, bro. Don't get all Caligalily. You the Caligalily. one on, You know what I'm saying? You was the one a couple of weeks ago getting fanned by motherfucking Jamaican <laughs> slaves. While your feet was getting oiled on the on the Caribbean boat, let Booty's Bob enjoy his family. That man works hard. Plus, Booty's Bob, 
I may be in California at some point. Hey, we already had a little bit of discussion. I might have to holler at you when I get out there. Talk about a couple of things. Then go ahead and fly the motherfucking cat in the water. This is about booty spot. I have no idea what you said. But Todd, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> well, I've had a good time this week on playing. Uh, I've been playing a little Madden franchise. And if you right, have then. been fucking with me, I mean, on the show, you know, this kind of bit of an organic situation, man. Try to keep it real with myself. This is the first year without the homie. It's a good man season. So this this week I played the 49ers. That was my homie's uh, favorite team. Yes, and they're actually pretty solid on the game this year. And I'm still actually enjoying the game, to be honest with you, a little bit. Even with, you know, the normal updates uh, coming into the to the man season, kind of tweaking the game, tweaking the gameplay, changing, you know, even zone coverage from being extremely weak to being a little bit overpowered. It's, it's still some balancing issues. It's still the same EA Madden fucking bullshit that happens. But I'm enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? I'm having fun. The franchise is always kind of fun just because of who I play with. So I was doing that. Um, Probably locked my little – I think I'm number two in the NFC. So I locked my playoff spot. So that's always fun. Of course, still fucking with 2K. I'm still slow grinding 2K, though, man. Shout out Curtis Tillery, bro. I'll be seeing you in the wreck. I talked all that buku shit about shining on 2K this year. And I just been slow rolling in my career, man. Still, still ain't bashing my first build out, you know. But still having fun with that, um, as usual, motherfucking wow. Uh, and as much shit as people talk about two K, especially in the two K community, I can see that people are actually playing this game more. Like it, just different aspects of it, they may not be playing in the park as much, but they're just. I can see people grinding this one out and actually spending more time. Them getting rid of that road to 99 shit, even though in some aspects I see some cheesy ass 98s and 97s out there that was how the fuck did you get there, garbage bitch? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have cut up, uh, probably a couple of little kids that maybe I shouldn't have, you know what I'm saying? I was a little bit embarrassed about. But uh, pound for pound, that game still carrying carrying me through. Um, I actually fucked around and played a little bit. Have you, uh, have you played this little free game that's on Steam called Undefeated that was made – by some Chinese and Japanese uh, students or whatever. Please. I have not, man. I have not. It's actually, it's like they, they've been calling it a superhero simulator. It's been out, no I don't shit. know, probably about a month. It's a free game. You should check it out. It's actually pretty dope. I mean, especially. Really? If you keep, absolutely. It's all in a, a different language, but uh, undefeated. You should check that out. And Borderlands 3, I've been dipping my toes in that game. Like the cool, cool cool summer breeze yeah you know, time yeah you get through. you get in the water and you just you just strip down naked and you go through the baptism and then suddenly you're surrounded by a group of people and they're they've got they've got oils and and they've got they've got trees and they've got sacrifices for you to do man i've i've heard this is a good time this is a good time So not only were you getting your feet oiled and, and fanned, you were getting fed grapes by, by <laughs> a, Italian mistresses. The shake of your head was the the re- only response to that. I'll say that. So we're what- not gonna talk about this on air, but we're gonna have to revisit this one black guy that you talked to on the motherfucking boat. <laughs> yeah, we gotta talk. About we gotta revisit that shit. Um. Well, yeah, last thing, I haven't really got a chance to play, play, but I'm finally excited that I can actually play. And maybe me and you can link up on this one. 
Um, I'm late, and I probably we'll probably have an in-depth conversation about it later. Is Gears Five? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I got that downloaded. Yeah, I fi- it finally because you know I've been having issues with my shit since the you know since the incident. Um, so it finally downloaded on PC. So it looks cool. I'm excited about that. But uh, you know, I've just been keeping it keeping it steady, man. Still getting ready for Death Stranding's craziness and, and the next little batch of foolishness. But that's pretty much what's been holding me over, tiding me over. What about yourself, good sir? Man, what, what have you been playing? I've been playing some decent little decent. They've actually been a lot of fun. Um, so first thing I want to talk about is um, Apex Three. Real quick though, before we move on to that Borderlands Three, you say you've been dipping your toes into that. What are your thoughts on Borderlands Three? You know, I'm not a Borderlands fan. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I didn't like. I, I forgot the original song. It's just. Free. Greens don't burn in the kitchen. Greens don't find on the hill. Whole lot of trying just to get up that hill. What was the song in Borderlands? The first one. It was a uh, the die. I'm, I'm going with that. Something. I'm going with. So, Actually, I it? I think it was uh, country roads take me home. <laughs> ah ah ah! Too early for Joker. We can't talk about that yet. Now what was that song? What was it? What was it? Hold up, wait. Oh, now, let I'm me find it. Up. I'm fucked up, man. Let me find yeah. it. Let me find it. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta figure that one out. I can't disrespect the first Borderlands, Borderlands song because that song made me want to like check the first Borderlands out. Like, and I know they were dope, but ain't I no it. rest for the wicked. Wicked, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it, yeah. right? By right. Uh, Cage the Elephant. Cage of the Elephant. Shout out to them motherfuckers. So that was dope, but I never could really get into Borderlands. This one. It's just undeniably fun for me, man. Like I like it. Not not to say that it's without its issues. The it people gripe about the story. I find that the story, the game is fun enough where the story doesn't get in the way to the point where I can't enjoy the game. Okay. For like me, that. yeah. Like gameplay is good, loot's good. Game the guns are dope. Um, That's what I was going to ask you about was the guns because. The guns seem to be the one of the like staples of Borderlands is Absolutely. the actual guns. Right. So are they different enough or is it the same criticism where it's like, oh, I picked up a gun, but it's like point oh five percent better. It's not nah, it's, it's the it's see for me, I don't even look at it um as necessarily being better sometimes. It's just different and just fun and interesting. Like the the options that you come with the games too. Like better, of course, but you know, there's like elemental aspects of, of certain weapons like electricity, fire, whatever. Or, you know, you might get a souped up sniper rifle with an option to switch and it turns into a, a you know grenade launcher. That's what makes it more interesting too a little bit and adds to the diversity in the game and the and the guns. In general, I'm still not far enough into that one to get like deep and deep, deep and deep diving into it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, get real deep in there, nice deep, like, but like going uh, deep, deep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not like nice and deep, like dive, like like in there, like like in there, nice and like you feeling things. You so deep, you're just like I didn't know this was the thing. Yeah, that's right. Get yeah. in there, yeah, like really get in there. That's right. But I will. That's the thing about Borderlands Three. Like get covered in the ectoplasma deep. I will. I didn't say that, but I feel you. I I'm gonna watch around. Ghostbusters tonight. I almost fucked around and got the Ghostbusters remaster game. I need to stop hating on that motherfucking game. It's only I saw it was only thirty bucks, but uh, man. But I'm anyway, watch that movie tonight. 
right. my wife was like, we're on the couch the other night watching videos on YouTube, and they did like a there was like a Ghostbusters thing, and she's like, I honestly don't know if I've ever seen Ghostbusters. And I was like, Can't oh, we, we gotta correct that. There's there's slime everywhere. They right. Got, they got ghost releases. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's okay. <laughs> I like that. That was a good one. Touche. Touche, sir. But no, nah, you should. Excuse me. Sorry about that. But uh, no, nah, you... Borderlands is dope. Borderlands is dope. I mean, it, it, it's just it's a good game. And I mean, that's coming from somebody that really uh, I hadn't. I have no big interest in Borderlands. Like I don't, you know, Borderlands Two. I, I just could not get into it. This one, fun shit. You should check it out when you get a chance. It's definitely worth your time. It's definitely worth it. You know, I, I would co-sign on the Borderlands, good sir. Uh, but that's you know, that's pretty much the rotation right now, brother. You had any other questions for like general first impressions for Borderlands Three on there though? Nah, I mean, I think that that helped a lot. Do you like the character classes? Yeah, I like the customization within the character classes. I thought that was going to be something that I wouldn't be happy with either because I, I like to create my own character, especially yeah. in these kinds of fucking games if I'm going to play it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I think it's enough customization within each character class that makes it really cool. Uh, like, I think I, I forgot the other, the fucking beast dude. That's the one my old lady is playing with. He's pretty dope because he has like these beast animals that carry around with him like as a pet. Whoa! So wait, you're telling me it's like a Beastmaster class? That's I think that might be his name. I'm tripping. Just That's you know, dope. You know, I'm a, nah, you should check. Like it's fun, bro. It's fun, and and for me, it was a lot of fun to be in. Like the couch co-op aspect of it, that yeah. uh, it it worked for me. Like I didn't have any issues with it. I mean, it has its problems. I, like that's why I say this is still kind of initial thing. I, I regardless of his problems, I'm supremely confident in uh you know telling people that it's a good game. Like. But the coach co-op aspect of it with me and my girlfriend playing on, on the couch was extremely enjoyable. Like that, you know, that that's that classic feeling too. And, you know, I hate that we don't have more experiences like that. So I definitely give Borderlands 3 kudos for that, for sure. You know, the gaming, man, we joke and we play, but the whole thing here, bro, is to bring things together. Yes, Absolutely. I want like booty cheeks. Oh, hey, hey, yes. <laughs> clap like booty cheeks. <laughs> if she can't clap without her hands, I don't want none. Uh, <laughs> I've been watching too much TikTok. I swear to God. I just, it's just too much. I'm just excited to play Borderlands 3 so I can play couch co-op with the wife. She's She likes the Borderlands series, so. Yeah, so if she if it's more Borderlands like everybody is saying, and y'all will have a blast. We're the going to have a blast, probably. Hopefully, I would I'll put that in your universe, sir. I mean, it's not going to be as good as getting my feet rubbed down with some oils and getting fed grapes, but it'll be all right. It'll be pretty all right. That's what Damn. I'm saying. I'm just, I just, I just, you know, and just go there <laughs> with some fucking Mexicans in Cozumel in a fucking bathhouse. I've been getting. <laughs> Getting Robert Kraft massages, and you're mad at Bootyus Bob because he wants to hang out with his family. We're family, Bob. We're supposed to play. We play together. We come first. That's what she said. Oh, that's not the truth. I do. I know. That's, that's see, see, that's what I'm saying, bro. I really do feel as if you need to make. It's almost Halloween. You should dress up. Like a Roman emperor. Get the little golden leaf 
Man, that would be perfect. But I, I think I'm actually going to dress up as a, a, a Chinese policeman. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> that, that would be very strange. <laughs> uh, it would be amazing when I think about it. It would actually work. I think you could do that. I think that would be legendary in a lot of ways. I actually told my old lady she should we should I should dress up like George Washington and she should dress up like Harriet Tubman. Oh and I thought that would be something that would be did you, you know so Did you see the preview for, for Harriet? With yeah, the, I saw it. Yeah, I saw that preview. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so you could be a Chinese cop. I'll be George Washington. My old lady will be Harriet Tubman. Yeah. And we can go out to the ice house and have a few beers. <laughs> play up some pool. Did you, did you, I don't know if you had this thought when the Harriet Tubman trailer was playing, but it was the thought that I had was, oh, I was like, oh, another movie made by white people to make white people feel better. Like, that was the very first thought I had when that movie came on. You know what's crazy, man? I think in the past couple of months, some of this shit, like, I think I've gotten so numb to it. Like, I told you, like, you know, like, you know I work with the racist guy that's, like, super racist, but... He's like trying to prove that he's not racist, and I don't even care. I'm just trying to stay out the way. Like I don't, hey man, I, like I don't. We, we both over here just trying to get resources, bro. I'm not mad at you. You he's don't have the, to come uh, up. He's the I've got a black friend, so I can't be racist guy. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like I'm not trying to bother you, bro. Like I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just minding my business, man. I'm just trying to, you know, let me re- run back on Astro Change. But we, you know, we it try. It's still mutual respect. Just because as long as you don't come and talk to me too stupid it's okay yeah. but i realized like i'm probably numb to some of that shit right now i'm more concerned about trying to take my games man i'm more concerned and feeling it all over my games and and peeling stuff away this is america you know what though james if- brown i mean i like i like chinese people i like i like wushu it means <laughs> one of my favorite favorite movies ever clearly i have chinese friends <laughs> i knew that was coming I do. I do. I do. Before. I I got a Chinese tattoo. You know what? I think I've decided I'm going to get two tattoos of two fictional characters that I relate to. I'm going to get Winnie the Pooh on my left arm, and I'm going to get Frankenstein's monster on my right arm. I'm going to call you a pussy every time you take tattoo to me until you get that fucking tattoo from fucking three years ago that you were talking about with the Frankenstein here. Pussy. Man, I want that. I want that. Don't say tattoo. Tattoo. Uh, it's the lesbian Russian group tattoo. <clears throat> um, anyway, moving on to what I've been playing this week. Apologies in advance, y'all. I know we don't even. I don't even have it. We don't. It's, I don't even know how this is going to translate. But yes, to 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 English. That's what we're going to translate. Man, the Chinese tried to take two K over last year, and people are still surprised. Anyway, what? what are you... So, Todd. You've been playing Borderlands 3. I've been playing Season 3 of Apex Legends. I've been getting a lot of Apex Legends in. Um, So they did a whole new map. The map is completely brand new. And I don't like it. I liked it at first because it was different. But I want the old map back. Just bring me the old map. Um, That being said, though, I've really been enjoying some of the, uh, the new character they put into the game. Um, I don't recall his name at this time, but he's a hacker, and he has a his ability his is to use a drone 
and you can fly out and spot enemies with the drone. And the way it does is that if you're playing with them on your team, if the drone spots them, you can now see them, uh, like, you know, through rocks or whatever. It'll actually show you their locations. His his ultimate ability, though, which is really cool, is if the drone is flying over and he's within a certain area, he can fire an EMP pulse that gets rid of the enemy's shields altogether. Um, so it'll just destroy their shields, and you can go in and... You know, just Rick and wreak havoc. I've gotten two wins in season three, so I'm enjoying it. Um, but I seem to be doing a lot more damage. They also did some buffs to some guns. So I don't. You played a little bit. Do you remember the Eva Eight, the auto shotty? I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, they buffed the crap out of that. That thing is super powerful now. Um, they actually added an attachment to it that allows you, if you pull the trigger once, it'll fire two shots off instead of just the one shot. Um, so you can really wreck people with that thing. They also, the G7 Scout, which was the single-fire rifle uh, that could either be used as a close-range weapon or a long-range weapon, they buffed that, too, to the point where that's become almost the go-to gun in the game, and you can hardly find it. Um, I'm really enjoying my time with Apex Legends. Uh, me and Big Willie got on there this last night, and then me and Bob have been on and off on there all week. It's been a lot of fun. Um, the map itself, I like it cause it's different, but from the overhead view, the map very much appears to be a rip on Fortnite. Okay. Here's the other thing about him though. He's so edgelordy that when he runs, he runs with his hands in his pockets. It's so weird. Like he just, he stuffs his hands in his pockets and he just runs. He's doing the Naruto run is what it looks like. Is he's just, it's really a weird character decision to have him run with his hands in his pockets. It's like the team got together and they're like, you know, it'd be cool if when he ran, he stuffed his hands in his pockets. I don't understand this. I really don't understand the logistics behind this. And if you've got a gun out while you're running, he has one hand in his pocket, which I, I just wonder if. He's playing pocket pool the entire time. Is that that's, what's that's going a, on? I, I, I feel you because I went there a little bit the way you were describing it, but I also think that's a little bit of the Caligula vibe <laughs> that you've been on since you come back from vacation. Um, and I'm not mad at you. You know, I'm actually I'm fucking with you, but I'm really not mad at you. Like, how, who wasn't? Who doesn't want that kind of treatment? <laughs> the Robert Kraft special. The Robert um, Kraft special. Give me the Robert Kraft, sir. Sir. I'm a newspaper man from the 1930s. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah, neither one of us do, clearly. Oh, man. Uh, okay, I think we're, we're stalling. We do this sometimes with serious subjects. We do. We do. It's, we do. It's something deeply psychologically rooted in us. Um, right. But the map itself, I, there's parts of it that I really enjoy. So... You remember they had the drop ship that you could land on in the first map that had all the good loot on there? Now mm -hmm. they've got a train that rolls around the map. And that's actually pretty cool that they have this train that just constantly is there. They got rid of the robots that you punch to get the good stuff from. Instead, they've got drones that fly around carrying these big balls. And you got to shoot the balls and they fall down and then you got to oh punch my God, them. Bro. Come on, man. Come on, man. And then, <laughs> then you got to punch about... the balls. Oh, my God. To get the loot from the balls. Uh, 
<laughs> they do. They also I felt so played yesterday. Hold on, wait. We was speaking of okay. I gotta I gotta get this in real quick. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. uh, Uber Eats, right? Yes. We was ordering for Uber Eats yesterday, and I was trying to get um this you know it's this restaurant called Michaels. They had like the best pizza to me, right? Yeah. And me and my old lady got into it because she they they only have like eight like like ingredients on their pizza. It's, it's really good though. It's like either you can get um Italian sausage or uh meatballs or whatever. Yeah. In some kind of way, she ended up getting meatballs and I ended up getting Italian sausage and then it turned into like this weird thing because of a face that I made at her or whatever. Um, you know, it was kind of you get the sausage and I'll get the balls thing. It was like a stupid ass joke. And then um yeah, right, it was real uncomfortable. It was weird. It was, that's probably TMI, but you know, still funny. The eight people in Cambodia know what the fuck we've been talking about from the very beginning. You know, this is one of Absolutely. those other people. We already said we're styling. But more to the story, we ended up changing our minds. I ended up getting fucking Cajun food as usual because it's like a comfort at the end of the day. Needed that. 100. And so I'm sitting in there. I don't know what the fuck I was doing at this point. Uh, but we do the Uber Eats thing. And see, my old lady, she always looks at like who's picking, dropping shit off. Me, I never fucking care. This time, that's what it was. I was looking up, I was reading an article about some China, the Chinese shit that was going on in Hong Kong shit. Actually trying to figure out some of the roots of it or whatever. And while that was going on, she looked at her, the Uber person. She kind of gives a little chuckle. She says, hey, honey, I want to show you this. And she shows me her phone. And come to find out that our delivery driver is a nice young lady named Chong driving a Nissan. Mm. And I laughed and was embarrassed that I laughed. So that's why I felt at that moment immediately, I was like, make sure to grab a tip. In case I laugh, at least it won't be so rude because it's yeah. just disrespectful at this point. Fair enough. That's pretty much the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I'm glad you tipped, though. I'm glad you did. Can you tip on Uber Eats or do you have to give them cash? I, I had to tip because I laughed because I'm childish and her name rhymed with Nissan and it was Chong and people make fun of that shit and it's very racist. But she was the nicest fucking person. She was the nicest person. Chong was cool. So after I gave her like a decent tip, she just sat there and talked. And I was like, yeah. she was definitely, you know, very sweet though. And she was one of the first people to actually find my obvious location. Like I'm I'm hidden in plain sight, baby. They always have trouble finding where I stay. But what? Chong found me. Chong and the Nissan. Shout out to you and Uber Eats for my beautiful meal. Absolutely. Ah! Man, I wish Thanks. they delivered Cajun food around me. There's Man, none. Uh, There's it's none. A, it's a solid spot, right? Right. It's a solid spot that gets gets me right every time. Man, I wish they did. They do crawfish. Yes, sir. They do boiled yeah. crawfish. Yes, sir. That's that's the only way. To well, yeah. I actually had a crawfish po' boy last night with some red beans and rice and some fries and shit like that. Ah, that sounds beignets. good. But normally I get crawfish from them. And Chong hooked me up in the Nissan. Shout out. Shout out. Shout right. out. Welcome to the tribe, unknowingly. We're pulling you in. This is going to be the shortest roundtable discussion and blizz, blizzard discussion ever. We kind of just just <laughs> to let you know. Um, I'm still trying to break in my new mic, too, y'all. Just make sure, you know. We're getting we're, there, I'm people. Not, I'm not making people's bleed, ears bleed. I want yeah, to make Apex, people's man, ears bleed. Huh? I, 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 I'm sitting here talking about the, the show dragging on long, and I'm the reason why it's dragging on. It's crazy, right? It's fucking crazy. Is I'm this di- actually happening? Brian, are you real? <laughs> I am real. I am real. Okay. I didn't right. know I was real until yesterday. 
I think what it was was you started talking about busting balls, and I had to just I went off into an entirely different. That's how I got into the Italian sausage meatballs chong story. <laughs> I didn't know I was real until yesterday, but now I've seen myself represented on the silver screen, and I'm excited to talk about it. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? All right, move. What is the name? Shout out to Dakota Meyer. You're an American hero. Hero. Anyway. Hey, I need to um, finish that interview. I do. I, I want to listen to the Jocko one. Anyway, Apex Season 3. If you played Apex, you're playing this one, so we're moving on. Uh, Just saying. I also played Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. I got about an hour into it on the Nintendo Switch. It's great. It's it's amazing what they did with that game and the remaster and rebuild from the ground up with the new the kind of some of the newer elements to it and some of the new art style um i can't wait to get into that even more i can tell you that's going to be my my switch game for a while that one is going to be constantly loaded constantly ready to play just like any other zelda game if you've played zelda and you like zelda you're going to love this. Link's Awakening, classic GBA game that's now been brought to the Nintendo Switch as a fully built-up from the ground remaster. I highly, highly recommend it. It is Nintendo doing what Nintendo does best, which is handling their business at the first-party level. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. So, that is what we've been playing this week. We're going to take a quick break. And we will be back with the news. Oh, oh man, thanks for listening for real. We actually need to take a break. Welcome back to Skip the Tutorial, where we're talking about some news this week. Some news. Channel 4 News, with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Champagne Sports. Rick Tamlin Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. We are going to get on to the main subjects and news of this week that we've been kind of hinting at this entire time. But before that, I lost the ability to speak again. We have some other news for you. So, first piece of news, Todd, and the happiness that is spread around the world. We could hear the people scream for joy and laughter and applause. The PlayStation 5 officially, well, they haven't put out an actual launch date, but they're saying it's going to launch. Sony said it's going to launch in holiday of 2020. PlayStation 5 is right around the corner. Holiday of 2020, so we're like uh, probably about a year out. Probably a little bit, little bit over, over a year out from the. Are you very, are you very excited? Are you, are you very excited about what you see with it? I mm-hmm. haven't really been, been given a fuck. It looks kind of weird. Yeah, I, I still excite. I still excite. I'm very excited. Very uh, <laughs> it's a new system. 
from Saudi. I'm I'm definitely excited. It feels so weird. It feels like this generation just started, though. That's that's the part that I'm trying to get over. Um, is it feels like this generation of video game consoles just began, and maybe it's because of the half steps, like the PlayStation Pro and the Xbox One X and Xbox. Like, maybe that's what caused it for me to kind of feel weird about this. And then the Nintendo Switch just came out, what, like two or three years ago? Um, so, but Nintendo, you know them. They do their own thing. They don't care. They don't give a shit. Uh, next piece of news, that new Marvel Avengers game coming coming out from Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix um, has officially been given a story length. Um, it is going to be around 10 to 12 hours long. Todd, how do you feel about this game? This specific one? I mean, what are your thoughts? 10 to 12 hour Avengers game, Crystal Dynamics, Square Enix. It, sh- it sounds like it's got the right formula, but I'm not super excited, excited about this one. I just kind of want to know how you feel about it. Uh I'm pretty much, I've got tempered expectations like I generally do with these games. Um, It's still, I I don't care enough right now, honestly. Like, the little bit of stuff that I saw, it's like, okay, it's cool. But, I mean, at this point, anytime we talk about superhero movies in general, I wait. I try to be tempered about it because I know it's a money grab at the end of the day and just trying to take advantage of what uh, the momentum that Marvel has going on right now trying to take over everything in the world hopefully you know they get that China money baby that's that's I, I, it's still not like it's you know it's it's not close enough once I get a hand once I get my hands on it once I get to touch it and feel it and and, and groove with it then then I'll see right now I kind of I don't even really give a fuck that much honestly not yeah yet. I mean, this may it's be... not one I'm trying to forecast too much. Like it, whatever, it's gonna sell. I'll get it. So whenever I know I'm just gonna buy it to get buy it because it says Avengers on it. Like I'm another fucking lemon. Like the next person with certain shit. Now I'm like, okay, it, you know, it almost it almost makes an, an an indifferent feeling. That's how I feel right now about that. Yeah, for for me, it's it's very much a, like you said. Until we actually get an opportunity, it's gonna be one of those that I rent. I'm not gonna go out and buy this game initially. I just can't see myself getting a lot of replay value out of it. I mean, I I don't want to judge the game too early, but I would like to go out and give it a shot. Uh, Next piece of news, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal, for all you Doom fans, has been delayed until March 2020. So they've delayed Doom Eternal. I'm okay with that. If you're taking the time to let it bake a little bit more, a little bit longer, I'm still excited for Doom Eternal. Todd, you actually got to go to QuakeCon this year, and it was the year of doom. Um, how do you feel about the delay on this one? I feel like it has to do everything with Google Stadia, and I feel like the Chinese are trying to take over Doom as well. The end. Damn it! Don't take my Doom from me. I want to be the Doom Slayer. Nah, man. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm I'm actually similar, and yeah, I got to go to QuakeCon this year. This was the year of Doom. You know get a chance to fuck with it a little bit more but you were at QuakeCon with me last year yeah and last year it, even though it wasn't supposed to be it was supposed to be the year of fallout um which Country it was they pushed it, it was uh <laughs> but it, it still that's when we should have known it was fucked up take me home and the color purple cursed fingers should have been thrown in i curse you 
I curse you and everything that you stand for. But uh, but it was diff- it didn't feel like the year of doom, even last the year before. Like yeah, had, like that was right. the most exciting part was right. seeing Doom Eternal, and I'm still excited for it. But I'm glad that they're taking their time with it and they're not being yeah. All- they can't fuck this up. Is what they cannot fuck yeah. this up. I think that's the reality, and I think that they know that. That there's been so much now, you know, you know, EA right now. And we'll get onto this a little bit here in a minute, but you know, like EA and Bethesda and it are all just like, "Ooh, I'm glad Blizzard fucked up." Like that's where they're really at right now. So yeah, I'm just glad that they did that. At least delay for a little bit. Ghost Recon Breakpoint, the new Ghost Recon game, has officially and already been discounted. Um, I heard this game is super trash. I heard Ghost Recon Breakpoint is super garbage. Did you Did you even play the beta? Nah, man, I didn't even play the beta. I've heard nothing but terrible things about. Oh, this okay, one. so I played the beta. What were and your thoughts? I was, I was super. I was hopeful for this one, but I played it. I was like, uh, it, it felt like it. It felt like Ubisoft threw up and shit everything out at once. Like they had, they were like on the toilet and throwing up and shitting Ooh. all of the stuff bunch of different games in the one game and I've been there and then that that's kind of what it i was like oh man it started like maybe maybe it started out like a cool party and you was drinking some bumpy face gin all night and everything was cool and then but it ended up in that circumstance where you were shitting and throwing up at the same time oh oh no so, no that's a terrible I probably I, be, I gave it some time and then i just deleted it now that's that's just the initial feeling that I got. I mean, if somebody else has played it and gotten more in depth into it, and I'm wrong, you know, then I'll change my mind later. But uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Wildlands either. You know what I mean? And I like I, yeah. I like to, I like to show Tom Clancy games love because I like his books and shit like that. But um, you well, okay? Well, yeah, yeah, you I am, right? yeah. No, I am. My balls sure. dropped. Um, <laughs> look like you saw them. So. Like you saw ghosts. I always do in my nightmares. Man, it's this show called Haunted on Netflix where it was a Filipino ghost story. It was real creepy. I was watching it last night. Bro, I gotta watch that show. That wasn't shout out to motherfucking hell teacher, uh Loki. That's the nigga right there, bro. For real. That's the that's the homie. That's the nigga. And shout out to Cambodia. And shout out to China. This is this this show's for you. This shows for the people fighting in Hong Kong right now for your freedom. I don't know about that either. Here we go. Shout out to the Chinese people. Fuck the Chinese government. That's yep. what I'll go with. I'll go with that one. That that that's that's really what the moral of all these jokes are. Like we just we playing around or whatever. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? If you if you're gonna be sensitive about it, so be it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But that's really what this is about. You know, America. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um. Anyway, but Ghost Recon Breakpoint though, it's got a 58 meta score. It's got a 2.3 oh, wow. user rating. 2.3. Uh, best user rating says best game ever. Ubisoft is the best. Finally did an awesome job. Haven't donated a cent and played for like 70 plus hours. Well, if that's not an Ubisoft employee, I don't know what is. Um. I mean, hey man, look, I still give Anthem shoutouts. So. Yeah. People have rights to like what they like. Is you know what I'm saying? I get it. But is Ghost Recon Breakpoint going to take Anthem's place this year as one of the most hated games this year? 
Um, we'll find out. Probably not. Pro- I don't think anybody will hate any game more than because An- Anthem had the issue of hype. MMA by, by, by hype, yep. right? It this game, I mean, people pretty much expected it to be what it, whatever. So, I mean, yeah. Anth- Anthem had the hype. So, if I'm gonna say it, Anthem is kind of like, I would say it's like Howard the Duck the movie. It had the hype behind it, and then it came out, and everybody's like, whoa, Leah Remini's fucking a duck. What the hell? Or Leah, whatever her name is, Leah Thompson. She fucked a duck. And then <laughs> Ghost Recon is more like Geely, where it's like, eh, maybe, and then it's just really boring. Cause I was about to say, Howard the Duck is too old of a reference. Like, I'm old, and that was an old reference for me until you broke that shit down, and then it made all the sense. You remember? The world. She's, you know she screws saying? a duck. She does. And, and I'm, I mean, shout out to Joaquin Phoenix. Um, <laughs> if I tell you to try to tie a motherfucking duck to a truck, then make sure that you do that shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> there once was a man from Nantucket. Um, why does he sound Scottish? I don't what are we doing? <laughs> that once all right. Was we're not even drunk this morning. It's it's ten o'clock in the morning. I read something where if you don't get sleep, like your brain doesn't get the protein it needs to like fire off right, like the connections between the neurons and the protons. It's true. That's why I drink Bang Energy drinks to get the creatine that I need. Cause uh, most most of the prostitutes I see on Instagram have a deal with them, and I find that energy drink interesting. It's because it goes bang, 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 bang. That's <laughs> my understanding of it. Remind me to tell you this story of this ugly cheerleader named Bang from college from Grambling. Her nickname was actually Bang. She had Bang on her Letterman jacket. That's she was from Florida. That's yeah. That's an unfortunate circumstance for her. Um, I wonder where she get that nickname from. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will not be playing Ghost Recon. What? I don't like the first one. I didn't like the very first Ghost Recon. I know there's been like four hundred others, but I've never been a big fan of that series. Um, Kojima has said that Death Stranding will take a lot of time to complete. Thank you, Kojima. Of a, like a gang bang, it was probably it probably happened before we even met. Is Fair. how that name happened. Fair bang, enough. bang. Okay, uh, but yes, Death Stranding, according to Kojima, will take a lot of time to complete. I'm glad we have specific time frames on that. What do you mean by a lot of time? Do you mean like 400 hours, Kojima? Are you saying it's going to take 400 hours to complete, or is it going to take 14 hours? I don't know what a lot of time means. That's not specific enough for me. I want to connect the world through Death Stranding. We're going to build strands together and bridges. And we're going Do you to... think this game is going to be good? Maybe. Right. <laughs> like, right. I don't know. I'm excited for it, but I don't know if it's going to... It's, it's a game I've been waiting for for four years, but the closer we get, the more I'm like, I don't know anymore. I really have no idea. This is a very much a passion project. And we're going to find out what Kojima does with unlimited funds. See, Death Stranding, it just, like, I think I'm changing my whole Halloween idea this year. Maybe I'll be Sonic this year. <coughs> Maybe it's just time to say fuck it. I'm going to be Roxo. And everybody's going to think I'm the Joker. 
but no, I'm Roxo. I'm the cocaine clown. We're going to a party this year. We're going to a Halloween party this year together. You're going to be Sonic, and I'm going to be Dr. Roxo. It's perfect. We just wear our Skip the Tutorial shirts over our, our costumes. I want to make Skip the Tutorial diapers. Adult Skip the Tutorial diapers. That's what I... I'm moving on. The look on your disgust on your face tells me everything I need to know about that. Uh, we're still just styling, y'all. We're still, we really we're just, are. We're still just styling. That's all. Just wasting time. Hopefully, <laughs> you're enjoying some of this. Some. Hopefully, there's something within all this foolishness that that makes it coherent and makes sense. This is one of those ones. This is one of those podcasts where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck, how this is gonna come together. I wanted to come together like booty cheeks. Shout out to Stacy. But I don't know. Boom boom. It's just. It's been that weird with the news. It's just like I feel like I'm in an alternate universe with some of the shit that's going on, man. It's getting it's getting crazy out here, baby. And Death Stranding <laughs> kind of represents some of that craziness. I think Death Stranding has the potential to be amazing if it really, you know, has a message behind it like I think it does and the yeah. gameplay ties it all together. But it could also be like in a, a shit show, I think. And I think that's where we both are kind of like, I just don't know if it's going to be good. But that's also one of those ones. Like, you're going to get that game. For sure. I like. I'm so, going to get that game know. tattooed on my body. Um, Pussy. <laughs> Death Stranding is a game I'm going to buy. 100% going to buy that game. Will I enjoy the game? I don't know. I love Kojima's stuff, but I really have no clue. I'm kind of hoping it's a shit show. Because when it comes to movies and games, I either want it to be a three or below or an eight or higher. No in between. In between is boring. I want it to be either great or horrible. I watched two movies last week that were rated threes and below on IMDb. And I loved every minute of it. I did get to hear this. I get to hear John Travolta go, I've got to go poo. That was a little bit weird. That was a little bit weird. He said, I got to go poo. He says... You know, and he's playing an autistic character who was clearly autistic, but he was like in a bad SNL sketch from the 70s. So, it was a little bit weird. Winnie. It was Winnie the Pooh. Now I'm just going to go watch Winnie the Pooh. Gotta get going. Gotta get moving. Where are we going? Where are we at with this show? Where are we? I feel I feel lost at sea. We're in the cocaine vortex. We're in the- with no with with no grapes to eat, with no fucking Mexican slave bathhouse people to Robert Craft me, I feel lost, Brian, for the first time in quite a while. I spit just now on accident. We're What's in- going on here? We're what in the we vortex. Doing? We're in the skip the tutorial vortex. I'm sorry, guys. I I apologize. <laughs> Don't, hold on. Are you doing the mustache thing? Oh, apparently, I think I am. I can't. <laughs> My wife says I need to shave it because she says I look like I'm on a wanted poster somewhere. Just because you are. Yeah, I probably, you probably are. Yeah, I am. Fucking <laughs> islands that you live. How do you know? I hid that body. I hid it well. We are never gonna get to this review. No. Literally, the joke <laughs> review by itself could have been like a whole episode. Mm-hmm. We're giving the people what they want. They want content. Are we 
Are we? I mean, I could put naked photos up on the Facebook group, but they probably don't want that. Depends on what they are. Well, not on Facebook. It wouldn't fly on Facebook. On on Instagram, it was working okay for a little while, but that, that shit got shut down. Here's the trick. I'm all the cosplayers on Instagram. That makes sense. I'm you know, everywhere. That's a part of the culture, Let's baby. See. That's a part of the culture, baby. Whether you like it or not, or no, mm-hmm. it's a part of the motherfucking culture. And I absolutely love it. Now, I'm not like one of those weirdo motherfuckers that love it to where it's just like, you know, we go, so, you know, some motherfuckers go to these conventions and shit and they try to find a cosplay lady to do weird, freaky stuff with. No, no, I just, I like the idea. I just think it's kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? Like a under, the underlying part of the culture. That's all. I think it's pretty dope. Yeah, the I nerdy saw, motherfuckers can be I saw a video like of a guy getting kicked out of a con because he was watching a cosplayer from a distance and he was clearly jerking off in his pants. In See, front of what everybody. What is up with you with the jerk on off today? See, hold <laughs> on, man. Look, look. We talked about this when we talked about the Joker shit, right? When I was just like talking about, I studied Sigmund for for a while, and it made me feel weird about like the psychoanalysis and things. I need to just step away from that, maybe just meditate. You have made several hand in pocket jerking off comments on this show today. Well, maybe not several, just a couple. Maybe I'm making a bigger deal out of it because. I haven't been right since I saw that damn movie. I've What's se- going on, man? I've seen the Joker. I saw myself on yeah, TV. Makes you want to jack off? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You don't know, do you? I don't know. I really don't. I need to go see my therapist. <laughs> I need to see mine too. Shit. All right, last okay. last piece of news before we get in our Joker review. This is the one we came to discuss today. Blizzard, during the Grandmasters tournament for Hearthstone, which is a digital card game, if you've never played Hearthstone, represented by Blizzard characters um, on the cards and different abilities, one of their pro players at the tournament expressed views that he was with the Hong Kong people who were protesting the Chinese government, which the Chinese government is awful. Um if you've seen the footage online, the things that are going on there are 100% terrible. They are a tragedy. People are over there fighting for their freedoms. They want democracy in China. Um, so well, Hong Kong specifically. Hong let's, Kong let's, specific. Let's, let's, we're going to keep it to this story. Yes. Hong Kong specifically. Hong right. Kong specifically. Right. There's some ideas of separatism from Hong Kong from China. Um, so there's been a lot there of is actual autonomy between Hong yes. Kong and China. Yes. That's a part of the deep root yes. issue. There has been an auto- autonomy between Hong Kong and China for for quite some time since the British rule. Yes, over Hong Kong. That's where the separation comes from. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. That I is... mean, at least that's the article I was fucking reading. No, you're one hundred percent. Was coming up with my goddamn Cajun food. Yeah. Does that make okay? All you're one hundred percent correct. So there are millions of protesters going on right now. Um, Some of the things that I learned by researching this is in China right now, they have internment camps and they're called re-education camps and they've got something like 2 million people locked up. And these are supposed to be brainwashing cultism camps where they pull you in if you've expressed any dissonant views of the Chinese government and the rule over there of old Pooh Bear who's ahead of the Chinese government right now. Um, 
but the thing is, is that Blizzard, this guy expressed his views that he was pro Hong Kong protesters and Blizzard kicked him out of the tournament and banned him from Hearthstone. They also, on another separate Blizzard forum, they banned a player from the Blizzard forums for a thousand years because he expressed that he was also for the, the Hong Kong protester protesters. And that is what is going on right now. So we are skip the tutorial. We talk about whatever the hell we want to, and we hate censorship. That's a one thing like we cannot stand. We've had discussions on this show. You can go back and listen to our episodes. I think we've done two episodes on censorship in some format, right? At least. At least. But we've talked about this a lot. We've talked about the Chinese government. We've talked about the trade wars. We've talked. So this felt for us an important thing to touch, especially now that we have direct involvement from a major video game company. Blizzard, you cannot argue, is not a major video game company. They're huge. Um, you know, they've been around forever, and they can just print fucking money. I mean, between Overwatch and World of Warcraft and Hearthstone and all their numerous, numerous number of titles that they have available to them, um, it's one of those situations where, Number one, I mean, I guess the question I have is, yes, Blizzard has the right as a professional gaming company. They have the ability. I mean, it goes back to the argument of what Facebook has the right to do, right? Like they can get in trouble for kicking this guy out for expressing his his support of the Hong Kong protesters. They're still a private company. However, have we gotten to that point where the economy, because I was listening to another interview where a guy talked about the, the hidden virtues of economics and the hidden virtues of uh, capitalism. But have we gotten to the point where those virtues are stepping over each other? I know Blizzard doesn't want to shut down their market to China, but is it at a point, Todd, where people need to step up, especially gaming companies, and say, the shit that's going on there is atrocious. We need to say something. We need to sacrifice our dollar at this point because these are human lives that we're talking about. And I guess, do you agree or disagree with Blizzard's decision to kick this guy off um, from this tournament because he expressed a political view? I don't even know if I agree or disagree. I mean, obviously, I agree with freedom of speech. I'm an American. Yes. <clears throat> but it's, this has spurned so many more questions for me. Like, uh, does, you know, American you know or do Americans protest in Blizzard and their dollars like how much of an effect is that, is that going to have on anything that China wants to do like yeah. that's a question or and or like or are we just realizing something that's as a as a mass group is just in the gaming industry are we just realizing something that's already been going on for over a decade yeah I mean absolutely it just it, it's just getting to the point now that <clears throat> Instead of them being able to underline and, and hide it in a culture and just, you know, do certain things like you think it just started where they the censorship has been affecting our games. Like we actually have been talking about this since we started the show. It's just on a mass scale and it's just blatantly obvious and it's eking out. Yeah, It's just one of those things where it's just like, OK, well, shit, now we can't even 
that like China's just getting extra bold about it. I mean, think about what they did with Richard Moore or Rick Moore, your Houston Rockets or whatever with the NBA. I've been talking about that forever. Like I was joking about the 2K shit, but last year's 2K, my career started out in China. You think that's by happenstance when Kyrie said, fuck LeBron, he was in China like that. It's been a market, man. Shout out to motherfucking Starberry. This has been something that's been bubbling forever. That's why we even so you talk about sports and Absolutely. gaming and entertainment in general. Like Resident Evil movies were shit in America, but they made $159 million in China. Sold Transformers as well. Warcraft. Like, like exactly. So it's a situation where is it now all of a sudden because based on fear, I think, true yeah. fear of loss. You know, of like the idea of like I, I, there was this game back in the day when I was working at GameStop that I thought was really gonna be good, but the idea of like home front coming to pass at some point on some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not necessarily even physically occupying with an army, even though militaristically and monetarily, Chinese China just look at their GDP in comparison to an American GDP. It kind of is what it is, and look how it's jumped up over the past thirty years. These are not mis- by mistake. It's also, I don't believe by mistake, like a strategy strategy to kind of speed up the process with basically taking away the autonomy from Hong Kong financially. That's a linchpin to even jumpstart the economy even further quicker, even though that that deal between the British, China and Hong Kong isn't supposed to run out till 2047. And it just that's what sparked this whole thing. Like, damn, yep. y'all can't even wait until 2047. I guess I don't even know if it's a possibility of renegotiation. So, like, part of me, because of that fact right there that this shit was supposed to run out anyway, I kind of am, like, disheartened and not very hopeful on that, on, like, the, the socio-political aspects of it and just the human rights tragedies that are associated with it. But I also got a weird perspective of that as well being an american and a black person like so i mean you already know like it's not not to shit on america because i love home you know what i'm saying and that's a difference don't get me wrong like yeah like muhammad ali went out had hell going through what he went through you know what i'm saying but at least he had the idea of a freedom of speech based on the paper that we follow and not a person absolutely shout out to dakota meyer for saying that shit on the joe rogan show that was pretty dope you know what i'm saying because that's that is what separates us as a culture we may disagree we may not get along with a bunch of shit but because of that paper that's been amended and things that we can you know instead of a person there's at least some hope of idea of true democracy and true freedom of speech Yep. You know, at least there's an idea there where with China is like no, you know, there's no hope of that. Like there's that, no that hope. Is clearly what of what it is, this is what it is. Fuck you, fuck what you're talking about. And as much as we have rights and all these things, those rights, how much do they mean if money encroaches on them and manipulates it? It's like yep. the whole idea of democracy working is having freedom of information, freedom of speech and the, the information needed to make an informed decision. So if China can manipulate businesses to the point where if you do say what you want to say, you basically end up in a weird camp or just disappear or or you're deplatformed, do you have freedom of speech anymore? That's- because it's the same thing that China can do. They could just, if they don't like it, they just take it off the internet same thing happening here it's the exact same thing it's the exact same thing happening here and i was going to say that that maybe we need to hold up a mirror too to look into what's actually going on and i just want to break down the situation in simplistic terms 
We have a pro sports player, esports or not, who expressed a political view and was banned, and people are upset that he was banned. Nobody is taking Blizzard's side in this situation. There's nobody taking... I just want to say it again. We have a pro sports player who expressed a political view and was banned, and nobody is taking the company's side at this point. Nobody. That, for me, shows you, if you look in the mirror, you will see a relatively hurtful but honest truth. Deep thoughts on that one. Think about that for a second. Pro sports player expressed a political view, was banned. Nobody in America is taking the company side. Colin Kaepernick ain't got a job, bitch. Colin Kaepernick ain't got a job. Just saying. I'm just I'm just pointing out some not, facts. Not to bring him up again, but that's just a, a good, that is a, you know, that's the same thing. So, I mean, what's wrong is wrong across the board. Yep. It's fucked up. Um, I'm super proud to be a part of a group where I know like they're hardcore fans, wild fans that's associated with Skip the Tutorial Tribe. Once again, shout out Drew, shout out Venom, military motherfucker, dope as shit. Brown. You know what I'm saying? We got a nice little conversation back and forth between my Saints and his Cowboys. True love there, right? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, what I don't know where, where this is going. You know what I mean? Like it's a scene in the, the Departed, though. If you if if you want to watch a, a good Martin Scorsese movie, I know that's kind of age too, and I, I, we referenced the shit before. But it's a scene in the part that talks about this shit, and, it, and it's and I find it eerie a little bit at this point. Like people, motherfuckers, like even when I was in the street, fool, I was really jokingly but kind of serious talking about getting a Rosetta Stone and learning how to speak Mandarin. And it's and, and in some ways, it's no disrespect to the entirety of the people of China. Like we're gonna make jokes and fuck around. I don't give a fuck. Uh, because it is some serious issues, but um, I think it is also a time to self-reflect. Yeah, it I is. I think it is also a time to self-reflect um, so we can be strong in, in spite of what it's going to come at us to to really choose. Like, it, it's, it could be some shit to test our metal that comes up. Absolutely. You know, in, in the upcoming decade or so. So uh, hopefully can, people can... Even though we are divided, what I would hope from these things with, with these kind of truths starting to seep out and eke out, that we can find a way to pull together in some yeah. ways more so. Finally, that's that's my only kind of hope. And I think, the, I think the way that we do that is by having an open and honest discussion and dialogue. And I think that we need to be real with ourselves and start to look in the mirror and really ask yourself, I mean, okay, look, yeah, you've got the Chinese government that's in charge and they're going to do what they do. And the police, they, they're, they're screaming about police brutality over there against these protesters. But I just want to remind people that when people were protesting the Vietnam War, campus students were shot. There's violence and beatings across America every day by officers. We talked a little bit about this. Um, the statistically speaking, black Americans die at the hands of officers more than any other group. Well, we're not going to talk about it like prison encampment systems and shit like that. Shit like that. I mean, it's just it's just we've discussed these things as well. Like per capita, 
it's embarrassing that the North Korean Korean dictator, I've said this a thousand times, can factually say that there's more people locked up here than in that weird ass goddamn place. Well, I'm also going to say private prisons exist over here. Right. Private, private prison. prison. That, that's some creepy shit. If you think about if you really think about that shit, that's some creepy shit, bro. We trade stock on the shit. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird. Same, you know what I'm saying? same coin, two sides. Right, right, right. So it's kind of like shit. Yeah, we it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the motherfuckers who created South Park too. They are hilarious. And I want money too. Please don't ban us, China. Come on, baby. I'm gonna shut up too, baby. I need some of that China we, money too. We have like, listeners gonna, over there, by the way. Right, right. That's and I mean that's why I say it's not about the people. Of course we're gonna talk about it. this is this is the fuck we've been talking about. You know what I mean? Like but the whole idea is not it's never about us having the answers. It's about really just keeping the yeah. dialogue going and asking more questions than having answers trying to figure this thing out and really what can we do what is really going on and 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 how can it be affected because some of the things that's going on in china like as fucked up as it is if i'm gonna be honest when they talk about censorship and stuff and and trying to make sure that we don't you know uh influence their culture too much with a lot of negative negativity on the flip side of that is that all bad for overall society with billions of people that they got to try to make sure and maintain don't like you don't also see mass shootings going around the country either like everybody got some weird shit going on like i don't know like i don't agree with the dictatorship like i don't want to sound like you know i believe in communist china's ability to just take away people's freedom you know of speech or ideas or anything like that but I'm also kind of wary of the idea of freedom that you can hang yourself with. It is, it's, it's, it's a, an area where, okay. Freedom and hypocrisy, like it's, I'm not calling anybody in the tribe hypocrites at all because I haven't been privy to that discussion on discord. What's I'm a hypocrite. We all anyway. are. <laughs> we, we, we all can be for sure. I'm, yeah. I could definitely be hypocritical, but. But I am just saying, and if you want to take it to another step, we had a campus professor at a school in Colorado who was attacked by students for expressing a point of view. We've had people fired. We we have all sorts of insanity over here, but for some reason, it is so much easier to point out somebody else's insanity. It is always easier to point out somebody else's problems instead of taking the responsibility that we need to take extreme ownership, Todd, that's what I'm talking about. Extreme ownership. That's where we struggle on a daily basis here in our own borders. We don't take ownership of the issues. It's always somebody else's problem. It's always somebody else's fault that I feel this way that I'm triggered then I'm upset. It's always somebody else's problem instead of looking within and trying to understand where these thoughts and emotions really come from. And I'm just saying, and I'm not anti-American at all. I love America. Hell yeah, dude. I was Texan born and bred. I'm Texan over American, but we'll just, we'll just throw that out there. But I'm still American. We still have the ability to speak up no matter who tries to shut us down. And all I'm saying is that in Hong Kong, they are trying to do that right now, and tr- the world's trying to shut it out, and they're not able to. They're not able to. It's being shown every single day. I'm seeing the video clips every single day. But 
just one person ago, campus students were shot protesting the Vietnam War. Right. And look, check this out. Don't get me wrong. What's dope about even this conversation as an American to me is that it can be had. Absolutely. That we can't Absolutely. even say, okay, we need to look at our problems and America's fucked up too and everything. Like, that's the whole point of this whole thing. Other people can't do that. Now, that. Agreed. And but now when it really boils down, you know how I am, and this seems cynical and skeptical. And I mean cynical in a lot of ways, but you just gotta chase the dollar to figure this whole thing out. Absolutely. It comes down to it. At the end of the day, you know, the motherfucker with the gold makes the rules. Absolutely. And I think that's really what this whole the whole thing boils down to more than anything. Always. Period. As Always. we can put a face on it as far as the human rights aspect of it, which is genuine, true. The 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 just the ideal of where we want this world going. Is it actually better for China to be the number one dog in the world overall? Is it? I don't have the answer to that. I don't even have though the it might be like I'm not a fucking economist, you know what I'm saying? But looking at the way they jumped up in GDP, it's some crazy shit to me. You know what I'm saying? But uh I don't know. Like it just freaked me out to the point my, my mind just went blank. Um, but I do like the idea of us being able to say whatever the fuck we want to say. And I, and I hope that these companies, you know, like, do we want these companies to sit down and, and, and say, OK, do I want the NBA not to fuck with, with China anymore if they not fucking with us? Like, how what's the end game with that whole thing? You know what I'm saying? When yeah. I, we should have a more inclusive world. But then I look at it, too. Like I said, even with the Hong Kong thing, the Hong Kong thing, it looks like they running out of time anyway. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is. That's the truth. And I mean, I, you pose a good question is, what is the end game? What is the end game of somebody and a company just saying, hey, we're not going to mess with these? I mean, the and the reality, too, Todd, is that these human rights violations have been going on in China for 70 something years. Like, this is not new. It's nothing new. Look what right. they look what they did to the Japanese prisoners that they took in World War Two. This is not new. Those things were dirty. And that's what I'm saying. It's a bunch of stuff. America, Africa. Yeah, I mean, humans have a natural tendency to be shit to each other. We're really good at it in large groups. It's when you start breaking it down to single friendships and where we become really good at being decent people. And I think that's what we need to do is, you know, we need to keep having these conversations. The one in the tribe, the ones that me and you have, the group conversations that are controlled environments to a degree, but... You know, you're respectful to each other. One more question about this thing for you. Yeah. I, I, think, I think we'll just leave it up to the tribe to continue to, to Agreed. You know, Agreed. give their opinions. But well, one more question for you. Is this pro, is this Hong Kong protest good for America? That is a difficult question to answer. That is a very difficult question to answer. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. I really don't. I I think it's good that it's the it's opened up a discussion and a lot of viewpoints, but is it going to be like everything else where we brush it underneath the 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 rug again and right. we just move right. on to our happy happy everyday selves? I mean, that was the thing is that you know there's a lot of things that have been had unintended consequences that were good for America, and at the end of the day, those things are generally forgotten about because. And I'll say this, and I heard it from somebody who was crazy, but I liked the point. It's not that pop culture controls or pop culture influences culture. It's that pop culture controls culture. 
And I thought that was a really incredible point. When shout you- out to Uncle Ruckus. I think I think that's a good way to end it. Shout out to Uncle Ruckus hey, for that jewel that you dropped, Uncle Ruckus. You drunk Uncle Ruckusy motherfucker. While you sitting there with fucking Uncle Ruckus getting your feet rubbed with avocado oil. Coconut oil, Todd. It was coconut, coconut oil. Coconut oil, hey. Sorry, I probably yelled in your ears again. No, it's okay. Digitized. But it was good. It was uh, I mean, that is a good point. That's a good way to end the in the conversation here. But we will be back with our review of the Joker. You lucky sons of bitches, you got two roundtables from us this week. Hey man, right. And it's at least you get to end on a positive note. Yeah. No. <laughs> Stick around for that surprise. skip the tutorial we're talking about the joker the joker we're number one in gotham city and hopefully we don't get interrupted interrupted by albania again you think that's a joke i don't don't know if i want to be number one in gotham city i don't i don't know they have large rats they've got big rats they got the penguin they got Catwoman. which Catwoman though did they have it in this one though did they have it in this movie no they didn't they didn't. They had a very real Joker in this movie. A very down to earth. Okay, when I say down, down to, to earth, earth hold hey, on. It's dark. Hold on, buddy. That's... Hold on. I know we had a whole situation where they was trying to steal from you. Let's 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 slow it down again. Hold on. Let's get back into the groove. I'm not the All one right. to try to steal from because that shit you tried to order online, you ain't getting that shit. And if I get anything in my house, I'm gonna burn that motherfucker and put that shit up online. Just so you can see, that's how much I respect your shit. Cause China stole from you, fool. I mean, yeah. this, shit, this shit crazy. He was just all, oh, you want to fuck with us? <laughs> Next thing you know, sent your shit to Albania. I fucked up. Hell yeah! I man. mean, watch out. All I'm saying, people, is you got an Etsy account. Watch out! Just watch Sounds out. Don't change them passwords. Like Sounds lame when you say it. Like I know it really does. They tried to order men's jewelry. Do I look like I wear men's bracelets? I don't know. You kind of, I, I don't know. I, I mean, actually, it's possible. Actually, it's possible. Right, right. Yeah. Like, I could picture it. Yeah. Like, I could actually see it. Like, it could be like a D20 bracelet or some shit. Like, maybe that. Right. Maybe no, I that. Could see you. I could see you. I could see you with a gold grill. Man, I, I would I would do that in a heartbeat. I would go out in a gold grill and a cowboy hat in two seconds. That is something I would absolutely do. Be rocking them diamond teeth with that freaking cowboy hat. Now I gotta go rent that Cadillac again. It would be rolling hard. I've been in the back, sun rooftop. You know I feel you on that. Let's switch this up though, man. Yeah, what's Let's up? Switch it up again. Cause I was the first to see it, and I know on our first cut, you know I was starting it off, but my th- my flow was thrown, and I'm actually thinking on upon thinking about it. You are the movie critique or. Criticola. Criticola. I don't like I don't even remember if we did a shout out. Not a shout out. Oh God. Uh, R.I.P. to to your boy. Yeah, I think we did. 
Oh, that passed Hank. away recently. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, we Hank. also there was another dude that passed away to, today. Yeah. Well, uh, um, Robert Forrester. Yeah, and that uh, El Camino shit. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, he was in Jackie yep. Brown. He played the yep. Bill Bondsman. Right, I remember that. Yeah, for sure, I remember that. You know, that that's was like a classic. That, that's what I know him from. But um, you know, I had to go see this one first, and I was like, man, look, you, if this, if there was a movie that I felt like was made for your viewing, it was this one. And plus, I wanted somebody else to feel fucked up like me, so I'm sorry to draw you into that. Oh, that's um, okay. I got but fucked I, up today. They, they, there you go, spitting, raging, raging mad again, bro. Spitting, raging mad. Um, spitting, man. Just to get to get this out of the way, we talked about it. Just to say how I feel about it out the gate is I agree with the IBD DVD MBC to DDD MBC to DBD DBD nine point CBD. Shout out to L O U C B D or go to STT Pod L O U C B D. Put that code in and get a discount. But with that said, I agree with their rate as like a nine point oh with a skip to tutorial shabanga bang. On it, if that's right, the IMDb, um, the MDB. yeah, I agree with that. Like, as far as this, so like, I believe it's a great movie. Um, you know, we, we dig into it real quick, but I'm what, what were your thoughts on the movie? Man, this movie was fantastic. This movie was stellar and it was super depressing. <laughs> this was this was a great character study of a very complex character. And very stacked and layered individual going through a lot of things. Um, I felt like this movie could be the Clockwork Orange of today. I mean, it's really going to get that obsessive. Now, here's the thing about the Joker. There's a lot of controversy surrounding the movie and people celebrating or being, I don't know, overly sensitive, if you will. And I'm going to say overly sensitive because nothing he does in the movie isn't some shit you saw on Breaking Bad. And I want to talk about this because we talked about this narrative earlier. Not not hypocrisy. However, yeah, I wasn't saying anything about hypocrisy necessarily. However, the people getting upset about Joker are the same people that probably wear like Breaking Bad t-shirts and celebrate Walter White. And that that was that joke was over my head. Um it was. I'm not I'm not it probably it probably needed to be said though. Yeah, I mean it's just the idea of people are getting set up upset about this, but they're so excited. It's the same America that is super excited about Game of Thrones and who's going to die in what way and just oh it's so dramatic and then you know but they're upset about Joker because they're like it's glorifying violence and that's like but the thing is is that you're the same crowd of people who sit there and say well Breaking Bad's a great show because it's a great character study Joker's a great movie because it's a great character study it's extremely layered and it's I'm not going to sit here and defend anything that Joker did I mean I, I couldn't I, I literally couldn't defend him because the stuff that he did is terrible. But at the same time, if you're going to get, you can't get angry about one set of circumstances that is the same as another set of circumstances. Right. Right. Like when we talked about it, I found it, 
kind of interesting how I felt after the movie as opposed to what I actually saw as far as just like raw violence. So I get that. As far as raw violence, like I've seen a million movies, it feels like that were more gory sure. and just pure like body count for sure. I think he only kills. Oh yeah, spoiler alert, motherfuckers. Spoiler. If you you know for the new people, we we never. I don't know if we ever have like. It's rare we don't have a spoiler conversation because we gotta speak freely. Yeah, absolutely. But um, but yeah, like I think he only kills about five or six people in the whole movie. It's just how he kills them, how he gets to the point of murdering people, and just how raw and and visceral the whole mental illness yep angle that they took and the societal take. And I, and I, we through our discussions, I was like, "Who's who's the protagonist in the movie?" Yeah, and there's not one. There's not a single protagonist in the Joker, and I think that that is absolutely fascinating that they're able to do that successfully with an R-rated DC movie that at the same time is breaking the box office right now. I mean, the the amount of people going to see this are incredible. Now. All those damn agents. <laughs> this movie is it is not an easy watch. And I think the more disturbing part is not the violence. I think it is the mental illness portrayal because it's so real to life. It is so the the line that's drawn here is if you start seeing yourself in this, which we all will to a degree. Don't get me wrong. We, I have a feeling we all will see a little bit of ourselves portrayed here. I mean, that does make you hold that mirror up. It's that mirror of self-reflection that I think is needed. Of You know, the only difference is, is that a lot of the times we're able to go numb. And you can numb it out because you have things to do. The other thing is, is that Joker or Arthur Fleck, he's he doesn't have anything to do in like he's got very little left to give. He's got zero shits to give. And that is 100% clear through the course of the movie. Everything he had that he thought he could hold on to has been stripped away from him. Either by truth or by mental illness or by society or by the wealthy, it's all stripped away slowly. And that's what you watch in the movie. You're watching him become the Joker. And it's a fascinating engaging and capturing portrayal of a very complex individual. And I loved it. I mean, I really did. I thought it was great. Joaquin Phoenix does a stellar job. Todd Phillips does a stellar job. That is the name of this game is movie is it's angry. It's an angry movie. That's angry at society, but at the same time it does. It's not what I thought it was going to be because I almost thought it was going to be a raging conversation against society, but it's actually just a quiet truth, and it's it's a discourse. It's not as angry as I thought it was going to be. It's not sitting here and holding up this concept of, I'm an incel, and the world needs to love... No, the Joker's not a redeemable character. He is not a redeemable character. You don't side with the Joker ever. In this entire picture, maybe once. There's Wait, one time. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, one I, time. I think, I think the, those are times where you some people were triggered because it's just like, why do I feel good about this? Thank you. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's those moments where you will side with him. There's one specific moment that I'm thinking of where it's easy to side with him. Everything after that is okay. You've gone off the deep end at this point. Like, I get where it comes from. Literally in the scene that you're talking about where most people will have a moment where it's like, well, yeah, I'm not good at the editing shit. It fucked up again. So, So there was... That the scene that you're talking about, even at the end of that scene, like it snatches you back to okay, this guy to quote you is not a redeemable character. Yeah. But in that there's a moment that I mean, I know at least for me, that I was just like, I mean, fucking right. That's how that plays out. Like, what do you expect? You know, that's how that's supposed to happen. Absolutely. Like, that's exactly what the thought process is behind it. And it's I don't know. It's it's a very layered, and I don't think people are giving enough credit for how layered the movie is and how quiet the conversation really is. Because there are several sequences in here that really are fascinating to watch them build the discussion. My favorite one, and I pointed it out to you yesterday and you were about to point it out to me, was there's a moment where he's in the comedy club and he's trying to learn how to do stand up but he's laughing at the wrong punchlines and he's writing down the things that are he's writing down the things to be funny that are not funny and not naturally funny to society there's also a deep conversation here about the wealth gap and the wealth versus the poor and you pointed out something fascinating Todd about the bubble the bubble that the wealthy live in and how it like slowly shrinks as the movie goes along and that is it's increasingly obvious looking back on it and then there's a third conversation being held here which is middle america taking the moral ground that they're told to take 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 the moral ground of which is what we talked about earlier with uncle ruckus of pop culture controlling culture right you have this talk show host who's played by robert de niro who's controlling the conversation this is what you're supposed to think this is how you're supposed to feel and i thought that was Adding in all those elements becomes very much a complicated picture. Right. And with that at the end, because we had this discussion, because I listened to a few other reviews, a few other people read some stuff after, and it was an interesting point that somebody was saying his dance that he does is like an interpretation of him turning from a caterpillar to a butterfly. Yeah. And I know when we talked about it after you saw it, I was referencing that and saying, hey, you know, he really doesn't become, in my opinion, a joker until the end of the movie. Like, the whole movie is about Arthur Fleck, society, all the points that you're making. And then at the very end, when when he comes out, you know, smoking a cigarette, they open up after he's practiced this in his apartment, which was a good scene, too, where he's practicing in his apartment where he's like, I know I'm going to kill myself. That's where, like, right before one of my favorite scenes, probably it might arguably one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever that's in this movie um, with the little guy in the, yes. in the locked door. Yeah. But like leading all the way into that to like opening up the curtain on the Murray show where this is like a dream of his. I was thinking like that was the exact moment that he became the Joker. But after more reflection of that whole scene, I don't really think he fully becomes the Joker until... After he shoots Murray, and then when he's amongst the people with the blood smile. That's what I was going to say. 
Because when he was in that seat, he was still kind of Arthur Fleck was still wrestling with, am I going to do this? He really was playing on still killing himself. So it wasn't until, you know, he blows Robert De Niro's face off, which is just an iconic scene in a way um, and just disturbing in a lot of ways uh, that I think he like, you know, he doesn't become joker until he basically dies which is that like it's a weird kind of metaphor because that happens a lot in in certain like transitions in life you know what i'm saying resurrection right like you to death and then you're reborn fully into whatever the fuck you was supposed and he was laid out in the cross pose when they laid him out that was you know when they lay him out on the cop car he's laid out in the cross pose and he's becoming the savior to a very disengaged society it's I don't know, man. It's just super dope, man. And I always say Riley. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but Chris Nixon. Once again, shout out to you, sir. Uh, you know, for for helping me get that extra push to go see that movie. It's definitely. It's not for everybody, though, man. I told you. Normally rated R movies, I go. I don't even pay attention to what people do with their children. This is the first movie that I was just like, I am really concerned about them little six motherfuckers that was over there watching this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like that. This is definitely not some shit that yeah. kids should watch. I, and I can understand people's criticism to say some people will say that this movie doesn't bring societal value, and that you know um, it could call, be a cause or a trigger to somebody that's already struggling with stuff. And I could empathize with that position. It's kind of I, I don't agree with it. I don't either. I, I think, think it's disingenuous. Yeah, I think it's just the same. It's it's an argument against video with video game violence or rap music or hip hop, like from the era that I grew up. Like that argument, kind of throwing it at it as opposed to a true mirror of some realities that, as a society in a film, that we can look at. I mean, look at the Charlie Chaplin movie that was playing yep. in the theater with the with the bubbled off rich people with you know, like what that represented during that time as far as just the working man in the in the depression era. Well and the and message it's that a, they try It's a deeper comment with the Charlie Chaplin film because it's about the poor there being there to entertain the rich. It's a deeper conversation and it's a deeper metaphor. Right, you know what I'm saying? That quick jab by Thomas Wayne, though, was pretty fire, too. That just shows where Batman got his reflexes from. But that scene was powerful. It's it's a rare time where I sit through a two-hour movie and from beginning to end in the actual theater amongst a bunch of people doing whatever they're doing where I, from beginning to end, I'm entertained. Absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm in there. I'm in immersed. So, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's a dope film, bro. Man, I, it's a hard go-see for me. Like, I 100% support going to see this movie. Right. And I was going to say on your comment about people who think people could be triggered or whatever, it's like those same people can go watch Taxi Driver on Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, whatever they want to do. Like, this is not the first time we've seen this. It's well done, though. The execution right. is excellent. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix deserves an award. Agreed. I don't know if he'll get the award because he'll probably live to see, you know, see the <laughs> see the uh, actual award show, unlike Heath Ledger. But yes, let's get to so who's I have a second take on this. I know we spoke about this yesterday. Who's the better Joker? That Heath is... Ledger or Joaquin Phoenix. I've 
I think I may have changed my position a bit, but I just wanted to bring that up on here. Like, what's not that you've had a chance to sleep on it? What, where are you on the Heath Ledger or Joaquin Phoenix being better Joker? Sorry, my or Jack. My Google Voice is somehow ringing while we're on this thing, and I don't know why. But yes, let me get to your conversation. Um, okay, it shut up. Question, my question, bro. Your question, yeah, yes, yes. We, we have, we have, ladies and gentlemen, we've been recording for eight hours. At this we really point. have. There's been a lot really been going have. on. Yeah. A lot been going on. This is, well, this is important to us, so. <laughs> yes, yes. My take on it is I still don't know. Um, they're different Jokers. I could see Heath Ledger's Joker being the extension of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I could also see Heath Ledger's Joker being in the same universe where he's just another individual who took up the mantle of Joker. And him and Joaquin Phoenix, him, because we never know. We never find out really about Heath Ledger's Joker in the movie. We don't know really crap about him. Um, it could be the same thing. It's, I think it's very different portrayal. It's not a fair comparison. It's not. That's where I fell on it. Cause yeah. like, like it's not a, it's, it's not a fair comparison because Joaquin Phoenix carries this movie. Like I haven't seen a one yeah. actor area movie and you know, I mean, he's in, in every scene. Time. Like he carries this whole movie. It's ridiculous. And he does a great job with it. Um, but like Dark Knight, that's yeah, one of Batman. my favorite. That's it. I mean, and you and so it's a whole different kind of feel. Like it's the you, Batman. You have to play off of that. It's the it's a whole gangster aspect of it. It's just not a fair comparison. Now, to be fair, you know the, the conversation we had yesterday, and uh, taking away recency bias from this Joker, and you know watching the Dark Knight three hundred seventy eight thousand times, I was leaning Joaquin Phoenix, but. Yeah. It's not a fair comparison. No, they're very they're different too because you bring up Jack Nicholson and Jack Nicholson is very much the pulpy play on the you know the 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 '60s Joker. It's you know it's a very different version, and I love it all. I think we can all agree though the worst Joker is still Jared Leto. Jared yeah, Leto, by, shut your bitch ass up. Yeah, by far, by far, that's easy. Even though I, we I told you about that like. Maybe it's because I get one of my favorite lines as far as, like, if something happens to me, make sure you get my hard drive and wipe it in that stupid-ass movie. Like, it's little stupid shit in that movie. I give the benefit of the doubt. Um, But Jerry Leto is shit. Jack used to be my favorite before he... Joaquin... I need to see Joaquin with a Batman to play against, but I don't know if we'll ever see that to do a fair comparison. Man, I hope we do. I really... You know what I'm saying? This is the movie that DC should have started with, in my opinion. It we really talked about is. This, bro. We talked about this. If it wasn't for the mound of horse doo-doo that has already been shed out by DC, I don't think they would have been able to even come out with this. I think I it's, agree. it's them to come full circle. Because I even like the – it's told it's not Warner Brothers, but I like Venom last year when it kind of got shit on. <laughs> Me too. Maybe it's just a villain trend to, you know. And I think we that. have Deadpool to thank for that. The rated Absolutely. R character comic movie. Absolutely. I think so. And, you know, with all those movies, though, we just listed, nothing's like Joker. Nope. Absolutely. Shit's dope. Oh, but that's been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. If you want to hit us up on email, agree or disagree with our opinion, skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. 
Um, you can hit us up at Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod or on Twitter at STT underscore pod. And as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. I mean humble. Good night. Oh, 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 oh,